0: Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright.
1: Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio where we bring you investment strategies you are not hearing elsewhere. We're very glad you've joined us. And we'd like to welcome located in dallas texas mahmoud motani founder and managing general partner of high clear group buyers and sellers of mortgage notes so um, mahmoud welcome to strategic investor radio
0: thank you charlie thank you for having me on
1: so mahmoud uh, you've been an entrepreneur for over 30 years although you don't look that old Uh, You have experience in several aspects of real estate, including rehab projects, rental properties, short sales, et cetera. You began this note investing career by managing numerous note investment syndications, and that eventually led you to become the manager of the fund, specializing in notes that we're talking about today. So briefly tell us how you developed this strategy that we're talking about today here.
0: Well, Charlie, like you mentioned, uh, I'm an entrepreneur. I've been there for a while. Like many people, I am an immigrant, and I always had the passion to own real estate. So when I got the opportunity here in America, I started by buying a foreclosed property, fixed it up, and became a landlord twice. I got out of being in the rental business and worked on doing short sales with the banks. That business uh, soon started becoming unappealing, and right around then, I stumbled upon the mortgage note business, which made so much more sense about real estate generally, and how being a lender outshined being a landlord. People can literally be the bank. We talk about safe investments. What is uh, safer, relatively speaking, than owning a mortgage on someone else's home? What are they most likely to pay first? Their mortgage, right? Yeah. So, any investor can lend money on people's homes and they pay you back and you earn interest on it.
1: Okay, you so, know, so, Charlie, so, so yes. tell us Mahmoud, what, uh, what need are you looking to fill in the marketplace?
0: According to some of the specialty IRA administration firms, today, in October 2017, there is approximately $50 billion uninvested cash in self-directed retirement accounts. A billion is a big enough number, isn't it? Yeah. We can easily get lost in billions and trillions, but let me give you a perspective of how, a, how big a billion is. A billion seconds is 32 years. A trillion seconds is 32,000 years. So we're talking about a lot of dry cash here. Right. So my need is to make investors aware of an asset class that they could sensibly invest in, which is mortgage notes. And here's why. Well, it provides passive income. It is backed by real estate anywhere in the country. It is an investment that is collateralized at a fraction of your investment dollars. It is theoretically uncorrelated to the broader stock bond market. It is. And therefore insulated from market market swings. It is about roofs over people's heads. It is about fulfilling a social duty to keep people in their homes. And it generates close to double-digit returns. Let me paint a picture for you, Charlie.
1: Okay. And then tell us us as you do this, Mahmoud, how your model works. Many of
0: us make a mortgage payment every month. The question you ask is, how much of an effort is it for the mortgage company to collect that payment from you? Now, let's just turn the table around for a moment. What if you were the mortgage company and just sat there And collected that payment, which, by the way, is not only the interest, but a portion of your investment dollars, the principal coming back to you every month without any work. Is it your concern if the homeowner's air conditioning is not working, or the roof is leaking, or the foundation sinking? No. That is because you are the lender, not the landlord.
1: Right. And every landlord understands that. And everyone who's ever been a landlord.
0: Indeed. Here's another interesting thing. You as the lender and holder of the note have the right to repossess the property if the borrower does not pay. Now, could you do that with your stock certificate? I'm just
1: asking. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, uh, so how does your model work here, Mahmoud? T- tell us how it works. Okay.
0: We buy non-performing loans at deep discounts, loans from banks that don't want them, because they are a liability. They are not performing. And we fixed them. By the way, the majority of these non-performing loans are still from the days of the subprime mortgage crisis.
1: So they're eight, nine years old?
0: That is right.
1: And so banks have been holding them for all this time, and they've been in foreclosure all that time?
0: That is correct. You would be amazed.
1: And, And why have the banks not foreclosed?
0: Because they don't want to take them back. They don't want to end up being in the real estate business. If they end up taking them back, they have to maintain them. Pay taxes, insurance, uh, property preservation, and it's just not a viable thing for them to do.
1: So So you find these loans with these banks, and then you go in and cherry-pick?
0: We can do, indeed. If you cherry-pick, you may pay a slight premium, But that is okay for a small fund like us. We can afford to do that. We'd rather end up with some quality collateral, a collateral that has a potential exit strategy uh, and not end up with a portfolio of loans that a good number of them end up being just dogs.
1: Okay, so, so you go in, you buy these loans from the bank not from from the banks okay you may cherry pick or you may buy several of them and then how do you convince the homeowner who has not been paying for eight or nine years to pay you they haven't been paying the bank why can they now pay you and why do they now pay you
0: well the first reason they will want to start paying again is that because at a point they were so far behind that they were just scared that they would never ever catch up. So we go in and we say to them, look Mr. Borrower, Mr. Homeowner, you have not made a mortgage payment for five years, four years, whatever it is. If we modify your loan, reduce your principal balance, forgive you your late payments and interest, can you start making your mortgage payment from next month? And they would be happy to do that. And they start making the payment, And we season the note. Once it is seasoned, it is a good cash-flowing asset that we can resell to other passive investors.
1: Season the note. Define that for us. That is where we watch over the
0: payments and see how regularly, how consistent that borrower is. And once they've made consistent payments for, I would say, at least 6 to 12 months, then that tells us that that borrower has a propensity to continue making mortgage payments down the road. He is less likely to redefault. because now he's more comfortable in his financial situation and uh, he is more able to afford making his mortgage payment.
1: Okay, and then once you have that season note, again, what is it you do with it?
0: We market it to passive investors. They buy these in their retirement account.
1: Okay, so in, in California, we say that you, you flip it here. Um, and you do this, uh, so, so it sounds like th- there's a lot of work. Uh, do you do this uh, nationwide or just in the Dallas area? We
0: buy notes nationwide because deals are to be had everywhere in the country.
1: So do you go out and meet with these people? Do you fly in and say, hey, uh, here's what we're going to do? Do you do this uh, via telephone? Do you have surrogates who go in there and, and meet with them for you? How do you negotiate with the homeowner?
0: No, we do not fly at every corner of the country where the deal is. There is good online information that we can get. There is a good amount of information we can get from the seller of the loan. All we have to check is to make sure that uh, the valuation is right. So we send out uh, an appraiser uh, to get uh, at least a broker price opinion. And when he's out there, he's taking photographs. That tells us that the collateral is still standing. It's not burned down to the ground. It has people living in it. So we get a good report from that appraiser. Uh, We then run title searches, make sure the chain of title is clear. And we make the purchase. So it is something we can do from our desktop. And once we own the collateral, that is when we start engaging uh, our servicer or other vendors to go out and knock on the door of the borrower and offer the proposal to have their loan refinanced. Well, I shouldn't say refinanced, their loan modified. And that is where we go from.
1: Okay, so you buy these loans at a deep discount, and then you... Try to negotiate with the uh, occupant, with the uh, uh, owner of the property to uh, um, start paying you uh, uh, the amount they were paying before, a lower amount, or however you do that. They start paying. They do it for 6 to 12 months. You now have a season loan. You're comfortable and confident in it, and you're able then to market that loan to the marketplace.
0: Correct. Exactly that.
1: Yeah. Okay. And uh so, about what percentage of the loans uh, go haywire here? Uh, the people say, "No, we're not moving. Try to get us out." Or, uh, you know, that was uh, you know that was actually my brother who was here, and he died, and I'm just kind of living here. Or for whatever reasons, uh, the people don't start paying you. What, what do you do at that point?
0: When when a loan is not performing, there are several strategies we can work with. One is to go back, as I explained. To and modify the loan with the borrower. So that happens about 30% of the time. Okay. Then the next option is to say to the borrower, if they're not willing to work with us, or if they have moved on, or or they just don't want to remain in that property, or they've closed that chapter and moved on, we would say to them, okay, if you can deed the property back to us, Then we will relieve you of your obligations on the loan. Okay. So we now become the owners of the property.
1: Okay. At a deep discount.
0: We may pay them to do that, a nominal sum.
1: Sure, sure.
0: Just for the privilege of allowing them to do that. But we can take possession of that property. We can own that property for the price we paid for the note. Right. That happens, as I said, 30% of the time. Okay. 10% of the time is when, if the borrower has equity and he will sell it for less than what is owed, we will take that money because we are still in it at a very deep discount. Okay. And the remainder 30% is when we have no choice but to foreclose on the borrower.
1: All right. Okay. And so obviously you can buy these then at a deep discount. Um, and, and, and to, to make it worth your while. Are, are you typically in competition with other buyers uh, of these notes, of these loans, or are you just going in and saying, you know, and and, and, and they're saying, you know, the the, the loan is $250,000 and you're saying, hey, I'll buy it for 45000 take it or leave it. Uh, or is it at auction, or how does that typically work?
0: Well, a report out by the Federal Housing Finance Agency shows that uh, through December of 2016, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac had sold some 72,500 non-performing loans, representing a total unpaid principal balance of $14.2 billion, and had an average delinquency of 3.4 years. Now, there is a fifth sale in November of 2017 which will consist of just under 10,000 reperforming loans, having an unpaid principal balance of approximately $2.2 billion. So there is no shortage of inventory for our company to buy, fix, and resell.
1: Okay, okay. You know, this is very interesting here, uh, Mahmood. We need to take a short break. Uh, when we come back, uh, let's talk about uh, the biggest challenges that you have in. Uh, these activities here. So again, we're talking with Mahmood Motani, founder and managing uh, general partner of HighClear Group uh, out of Dallas, Texas, but which works uh, throughout the country in their buyers and sellers of mortgage notes. You're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio, and we'll be right back. All right, time for the tip of the week. Charlie, what do you have? Paul, today we've got a tip of the week for advisors. We're talking with Troy Weingarner of Advisor Financing. They finance independent RIAs. So Troy, uh, we've heard that there are a third of all advisors are over 60. And I heard recently at a conference that there are more CFPs over 70 than there are under 30. So this is a prime time over the coming few years for people to really start selling their practice. Typically in the past, the preferred method has been SBA is that still the case today
0: there is a tremendous demographic shift going on with retiring advisors and yes that has been the, the typical choice of SBA lending but frankly SBA lending doesn't work well in the financial advisory industry uh, you can't do partial partial buyout so a junior buying a senior it's very limited the terms are not advisor friendly generally higher rates generally You have to secure it with your home or residence. The good news is, Charlie, we have conventional lending in the marketplace. We've been able to bring conventional lending with better terms, better rates to the marketplace.
1: Okay, so for those who would like to know more here, Troy, where can they go?
0: Sure. Our website is advisorfinancingllc.com. We have a lot of information and a program overview for our lending program.
1: Okay, very good. Troy, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. All right, back to Charlie and his guest. Thank you, Paul. Having a very interesting conversation with Mahmoud Motani, founder and managing general partner of HighClear Group. They buy and sell mortgage notes. So, as I understand it here, Mahmoud, you go to banks and you buy, you go to the system, okay, and you buy non performing loans for a deep, deep discount, and then you either work with the people to stay there and start paying you, which they have not been doing for some period of time, years, uh, or, and, uh, or you have to remove them from the property, or you get them to uh, sell the property here uh, and, and clean, kind of help to clean up their record, etc. But as long as you buy it at a, at a deep enough discount and you buy right, it's worth your time and energy to do all of that. Is that fairly accurate here?
0: Yes, you summarized it well.
1: Okay. So tell us, how do investors then get involved in this? They can buy these
0: seasoned performing loans off the shelf, and so to speak. And they are not difficult to get. They can earn good yields on them.
1: Okay, and, uh, and so they invest with you, and what's the structure of that investment? Are you a hedge fund? Uh, is this a Regulation D product? Uh, what's the structure?
0: No, the investors here would be our clients. Okay. So they can look get, go, go on our website and look at our list of inventory of notes that we have available for sale.
1: Okay. And do they buy a particular note, or do you pool these so that they're buying portions of several notes?
0: Either. We can customize a pool for them. We can sell individual notes. So there are many options that think we can work with.
1: Okay. Okay. And what? Uh, why? a uh, question that, that typically comes up when, when we hear about people doing things that anybody could do, Okay, there are no barriers to entry here. Uh, why do you think more people don't do this?
0: People don't buy mortgage notes for their investments? Well,
1: well, well why, are more, more, why are more people not doing this? I misphrased that. I'm sorry. Why are more people not doing this?
0: It is an industry. Uh, it is a part of the real estate industry that is still new. It is somewhat niche. People are starting to learn about it. When you are in the business of buying non-performing notes, you are buying broken notes. You are in the business of buying a problem that you are going to fix. You have to have that tolerance to be able to do that, and that is something that you build over a good period of time. If you have a background in the real estate industry, it certainly is an asset to know about how industry works you are on one side of the fence being the lender Uh, the majority of the real estate people business are in on the other side
1: and you are the manager so you are paid a fee for doing all of this work and the investor is providing the funds for this and they are paid uh, a dividend for being able to do this is that the case
0: That is right. The investors, well, the investors uh, invest in the fund and the manager does run the business. He works the deals and the investors get a preferred return plus a split of the excess.
1: Okay. And so in those cases that you mentioned where there is an equity profit because the property gets sold, or hopefully there's a at least sometimes an equity profit. Does the investor get a portion of that profit as well, or is it strictly on the note itself?
0: No, it is on the bottom line of the business. Whatever profits the company has made in buying, selling, fixing, all these loans, the bottom line is shared with the investors.
1: Okay, okay. So a question we like to ask all of our guests here. Uh, Mahmood is uh, what keeps you awake at night?
0: Falling short on achieving at least the minimum preferred return for the investors. They have uh, invested in me, in my trust, in my competence, and I just don't want to disappoint
1: them. Okay, and that's that's certainly a, a virtuous thing. How would you describe what your biggest challenges are right now? Is it working with the people who are in the homes and convincing them? Is it buying right? Uh, Is it beating the competition? Is it making the relationships with all of the different vendors you have to have in various cities throughout the country? What are your biggest challenges?
0: I would say it is the lack of investor awareness of this asset class. People want to be in the real estate business And so they think they have to own real estate, but little do they realize that they can control real estate and not even own it. I speak at a lot of events just educating the audience about this. I recently attended an event held by a very well-known brokerage firm, and I asked the presenter how much of a return they were able to secure for their investors. And uh, he told me this, a conservative investor would earn 3% and an aggressive investor 10% before fees. So I'm only drawing a comparison here between mutual funds, for example, which are speculative, and mortgage loans, which are consistent. Which is the better investment? And investors have a hard time understanding this, and that is my challenge.
1: I can see that, and that raises the question, what, what are the liquidity uh, elements of this investment?
0: You can sell the note. Um, certainly, there are there is a secondary market for it. Uh, we buy these. We will buy back loans. There is certainly uh, an outlet to liquidate, to dispose these loans, and... Once one acquires a loan, they soon get to learn about this.
1: Okay. Second question we'd like to ask all of our guests here, Mahmoud. Uh, What book on investing would you recommend for our listeners?
0: The one book uh, that I thought was quite interesting is uh, Rich Dad's Guide to Investing. What the rich invest in that the poor and middle class do not by Robert Kiyosaki. It's a book. On basic investing and talks about how Robert's rich dad made it rich compared to his own poor dad who was only a government worker it talks about how the wealthy use their passive income rather than their earned income to support liabilities there is uh, one paragraph uh, which I thought I would like to read out if that's okay uh, which Will, I hope, be impactful for those who are looking to go into investing. And uh, it reads as, as follows Investing in the hopes of making more money so you can pay bills or buy a bigger house or a new car is a fool's investment plan. You should invest for only one reason to acquire an asset that converts ordinary earned income into passive income or portfolio income. That conversation. I'm sorry, the, that conversion of one form of income into another form of income is the primary objective of a true investor.
1: And Great point. a lot
0: of wisdom in that, I thought.
1: Yes, yes, there is an excellent point that we could all learn from. So uh, provide your website and contact information for those who would like to know more here, Mahmoud. Yes, my
0: website is highcleregroup.com. That's H-I-G-H-C-L-E-R-E. Group.com and uh, a contact number is 817 800 8980.
1: Okay, and final words for our listeners
0: I would say to go and buy in your retirement account a diversified basket of loans around the country because you will not find these deals necessarily in your backyard. Each corner of the country has its own quirky economy, so if one area experiences a downturn, your assets are still performing in another area. Mortgage notes are not complicated to own. There is uh, little to no management. They provide consistent cash flow. The income on these, if you own them in your retirement account, is tax-free. And for those who want to learn more about investing in mortgage notes, I'd be happy to hold a class for them. And lastly, I would just like to read this quote about real estate. Real estate cannot be lost or stolen, nor can it be carried away. Purchased with common sense and managed with reasonable care, it is about the safest investment in the world. Franklin D. Roosevelt.
1: Great. Well, thank you very much. Uh, had some great uh, wisdom, and you've got a, uh, a you know a, an inspiring story here, uh, coming as you said as an immigrant and doing all of this and recognizing these opportunities. And with your 30 plus years of experience uh, here in the states in real estate, and then going into the onto the note side uh, w- without the property management issues, uh, you've got an excellent story. And our best wishes to you and to High Clear Group. Uh, to to continue your your success here.
0: Thank you very much, Charlie.
1: Again, we've been talking with Mahmoud Motani, founder and managing general partner of High Clear Group, buyers and sellers of mortgage notes. You've been listening to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio, and we'd invite you to contact us at info at strategicinvestorradio dot com and go to our website to hear podcasts of all of our interviews and shows, Strategic Investor Radio. Com. I'm Charlie Wright, wishing you an enjoyable week and productive investing. Strategic Investor Radio is a production of OC Talk Radio and is provided for educational purposes only. Content of this program and the views of the guests should not be considered as recommendations by OC Talk Radio or investment advice from the host, Charlie Wright, or any other entity attached to this production. Investors should always consult qualified financial, investment, tax, or legal professionals prior to investing.